And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Have you ever felt lonely? Have you ever felt so worried that you'd feel lonely forever? Have you ever just thought, is this just who I am? I just must be this lonely feeling person. Let's talk about that today. But before we do, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the Inner Critic Tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have perhaps been through things that we don't necessarily like to talk about, but we want to be better for ourselves because we know that it's better for our kids and their kids to come. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning or as I'd like to say, undo that crap that happened to us and continues to keep us somewhat stuck or tripped up along our way and teach us how to work through it in order to live the vibrant life you were designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with loneliness, specifically identifying the signs of loneliness and how to overcome it. It's easier than ever to be going through an entire day without interacting with another human being, right? I mean, if if we didn't get that before COVID this last two years, we certainly have gotten thrusted into the world of being away from one another. We use text and emails to say, I love you. We use social media to wish others a happy birthday. We do our banking, we schedule our vacations online, we order our groceries online, and all of this is just at a touch of a finger. But the irony is, the more technology or technologically connected we become, the more we find ourselves wondering how to deal with loneliness. Our isolation is further exacerbated by the fact that more Americans are living alone than ever before. Experts chalk it up to the Americans marrying later, having fewer children, divorcing at higher rates, and living longer. When those factors are combined, it doesn't seem so abstract that at some point many find themselves alone. And it's no surprise that loneliness plagues nearly 60 million Americans. We don't often think about the effects of being alone all the time, but maybe it's time we start start looking at that. Researchers at Brigham Young University analyzed nearly 35 years of data from 3 million people on how loneliness social isolation, and living alone can impact your lifespan. And they found that feeling happy and connected to others can make massive effects on our health and longevity. So what is loneliness? Before you can learn how to deal with loneliness, it's important to make a clear distinction between being alone and feeling lonely. Solitude is good for everyone. It allows you to recharge and have a sense of self. But it's important you always make a choice to be alone. When you're in a large group of people and you feel lonely, it may be time to ask yourself if you have any signs of loneliness. 
Even if you enjoy spending time by yourself, too much of it may not be a good thing for you. And again, we definitely have seen that over the last couple years with mental health issues and crisis skyrocketing. While being alone and feeling alone are not the same thing, the effect on longevity is similar. This BYU study found that social isolation and living alone were even more harmful to a person's health than feelings of loneliness, increasing mortality rates by 29 and 32% respectively. I don't know about you, but that's, that's staggering. So let's talk about signs of loneliness. Do you even need to learn how to cope with loneliness? How do you know if you're truly lonely or just feeling a bit down? Be aware of the signs of loneliness. Let's talk about that. One of the clearest signs of loneliness is the inability to make powerful and intimate connections with others. It's easy to make small talk with anyone, but it's those emotional and heartfelt conversations that really bring people closer together. It's possible to still feel alone and be surrounded by hundreds of people. Another sign of loneliness is feeling alienation and isolation, even while you're at work or on the bus or hanging out with other friends. People who engage others are friendly but still feel burned out and exhausted afterwards are usually lonely. Chronic loneliness can make it extremely difficult to spend time with your loved ones and truly be present. So let's talk about antisocial behavior for a second. Even if you have a large social network, Loneliness can cause you to suddenly cut people off or not be responsive to invitations to go out. It sounds counterintuitive, but when you feel no one cares about you, you may pull away from them, even if it isn't true. So now let's talk about the effects of being alone all the time. Loneliness and isolation are complex human emotions that everyone experiences at some point in their lives. Since both vary in intensity, feeling lonely can impact some more than others. Low levels of loneliness tend to correlate with better marriage rates and higher levels of education and income. Those who experience higher levels of loneliness often suffer from poor social relationships, a limited network, and potentially a range of health issues. The effects of being alone all the time can even shorten your lifespan. Learning how to deal with loneliness can have a profound impact on other parts of your mind and body. Those who are lonely often choose to eat comfort foods that are higher in fat and sugar and usually experience a decline in sleep quality and quantity. But when you're happy and fulfilled, you operate at your peak state with energy and vitality. It has the effect of premature aging. Loneliness can lead to heightened levels of stress, 
which alters the natural flow of various cellular processes inside the body and opens you up to premature aging. As with comfort food, loneliness may lead to indulging in alcohol or other substances to the point of dehydration, which also affects cell function that may cause signs of aging like fine lines and wrinkles to become more prominent. Loneliness can affect and ultimately compromise the immune system. Research shows loneliness is as deadly as if you smoked 15 cigarettes per day and that people who are lonely are 50% more likely to die at a premature age. An extended period of loneliness compromises your immune system, which can lead to heightened inflammation, heart disease, and a host of other serious conditions. A shortened lifespan, the effect of loneliness is comparable to obesity, something public health should take very seriously. We need to start taking our social relationships more seriously and understanding the impact that they have on us. This Brigham Young University data found that the subjective feeling of loneliness increases risk of death by 26%. So how do we deal with loneliness? The good news is this study also found that the presence of social relationships provided the opposite positive effect on health and longevity. But dealing with loneliness is often more complex than expanding your social circle or getting out more. These three tips for how to cope with loneliness can help you find a deeper feeling of fulfillment. Here's what I do know, is when we make shifts and changes in our lives, it's, it's not zero to 60 or all or nothing. It's a matter of adapting, taking on one or two new things, practicing them consistently, regularly, not negotiating to not do them, and then adding on more complex things as you gain your footing, as you become more confident and secure in the new choices that you're making with anything. You do this so that you set yourself up for success rather than failure. How many people do you know who have, let's say, for example, decided that they want to lose weight so they go throw out all their fat clothes so they can never go get in them again. They empty out all of the unhealthy food in their house. They go buy a gym membership and you know, go nuts the first day or two at the gym and then are so ridiculously sore, so ridiculously hungry, so ridiculously afraid of this being the rest of their life that they give up before they've even got out the gate. So these three things that I'm going to share with you are, they're very practical, they're very implementable, but the thing is, is you have to implement them in order to have these shifts and changes in your daily life. Number one is examine your limiting beliefs. Our limiting beliefs 
or the stories we tell ourselves about who we are and what we deserve are one of the most common causes of all negative emotions, including feeling lonely. If you don't truly believe that you deserve human love and connection, two of our deepest human needs, you won't allow yourself to feel it. I want to I say that again. If you don't truly believe that you deserve human love and connection, I'm not talking romantic love. I'm not talking anything like that. I mean the love you would have for a puppy or the love you have for nice being a sunny warm day or the love you have for the wind blowing in your hair or the, the love that you feel for a child. Love and connection Two of the deepest human needs. We have six human needs. This is one of the very deepest and basics of them all. You won't allow yourself to feel it if you're not allowing yourself to give and receive this love and connection with other humans. Number two, practice self-care. The way you treat your body and mind has a direct effect on your emotions. That's why loneliness is so closely linked to burnout and stress and why it's so important to prioritize your physical and mental health. Feed your mind the right fuel. Get physical movement in every day. Take time out with either meditation, yoga, prayer, Self-care is the key to dealing with loneliness. I know you see so many things out there about self-care, about how, you know, let's take a bubble bath and light some candles and, you know, sing Kumbaya together. That's great. However, true self-care is doing all of these things. It's allowing yourself to feel love and connection. It's allowing yourself to be social interaction with others. It's allowing yourself to focus on feeding your mind every day. Feeding your mind could be reading books on happiness, on joy, on learning a new craft, learning a new hobby. could be on understanding your unconscious or subconscious mind more, how your brain works. It could be a book on limiting beliefs. It could be a podcast like this this one that you're listening to or any other podcast. It's a great way that people are now getting information and actually doing that as they're driving somewhere or working out or whatever it may be because it allows them to do those things while they're simultaneously doing something else. Number three, and this one is this is just as important as all of the other ones is give back. Contribution is another one of the six human needs. And I swear, I need to do uh, an episode on the six human needs. I reference it a lot. And forgive me, I have not done that yet. I, I will be working on that for you. The six human needs in contribution is another one of them. It's the secret to living is giving. Giving your time or skills to those less fortunate will give you a new perspective on your own life. You'll stop living in a place of scarcity and begin to have an attitude of gratitude. 
and you just may find a community along the way. Where does this leave us? The Brigham Young University researchers urge people to heed the study as a warning. This is something that we need to take seriously for our health. This should become a public health issue, and I could not concur more with this Brigham Young University research study. Again, if we've not seen the impact of the mental health that has happened at least in our country, let alone around the world during the last two years, you would have to, with all due respect, have been living under a rock to not have seen or witnessed or felt or experienced some of these things that we talk about here on this show. In essence, the study is saying that more positive psychology we have in our world, the better we're able to function, not just emotionally, but physically. This is why it's so important to feed your mind and your body daily. Be mindful of what you're putting into your brain. If you're glued to the TV, if you're stuck in the habit or routine of getting up every morning and turning on the news, even if you're going about your day, not sitting in front of the TV, just as background noise, I'm going to encourage you to shut that nonsense off. I know many of you have even said, I do it because I want to see the weather. Look out the damn window. There are apps on our phone that are geared just towards weather. These things are habits. These are patterns that you've been doing for so long that you probably, just without even thinking, get up, plug in the coffee maker, or turn on the teapot, go over and flip the TV on, and there you go. There's your news and your background as you're getting ready for work. I'm telling you, that information is planting itself in your unconscious or subconscious mind. They're the same thing. You know, it's almost like potato or potato. It's unconscious or subconscious. It's the same thing. It is just planting stuff there that is fear-based, is targeted towards stimulating your emotions, but not in a positive way. The same goes for the, the turning on the TV and watching the garbage TV that's there. Now, I'm not saying don't have a TV. I'm not that kind of a, you know anti-TV, radio, whatever, but be mindful of the balance of what you're doing and why you're doing it and what you're feeding your mind because what you feed your mind is going to also depend on what you feed your body. They go hand in hand to one another. So if you or someone you know finds themselves experiencing the signs of loneliness Make the decision to do something about it. Sitting around wondering why this is happening to you, why you're here, why, you know, blaming yourself for maybe why a relationship didn't work out or whatever it may be. I can tell you those are low-level questions that lead to nothing positive. They will not pull you out of a dark spot. They will not get you to make a healthy choice for yourself. You are wherever you are today, and you have the ability to make some shifts. I've just given you three simple shifts that you can start implementing into your life this very day. 
you may find that not only you live better, but you feel better and you live longer. You are deserving of that. I can tell you that. It's you needing to know that you are deserving of that as well. If you found this helpful or know someone who could use a little extra help along the way, I'm going to encourage you to share this podcast. Moreover, if you would like to get in touch with me or if you know someone who could use my assistance and help, I'm going to give you ways that you can share with them to connect with me. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B. B is in brown. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.